morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short and so glad to have you along today with us on this Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but first I want to mention a verse from Scripture. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1. First of all, first of all, then I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God. Our Savior desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And that, of course, being found in Jesus Christ. <clears throat> this is the obligation of the church and the responsibility of the church. And one of our top responsibilities is to be praying for rulers. And a lot of churches don't do that very often. It's dangerous territory because everything in our world today is political. And, um, and we've gotten, we've, we are sources of information and new, and about what's going on in the world often comes from various media sources where we get different narratives and different ideas. And so it's a, it's a minefield, easy to easy to alienate and a lot of pastors and a lot of churches would just rather avoid talking about anything in terms of current events that could touch on politics which is almost everything now well with that risk i'm going to venture into this minefield just a bit today if you'll bear with me it is super bowl sunday personally i've soured a little bit with pro sports in the past few years i don't watch a whole lot as a matter of fact, last the championship games were the first NFL games I've watched this season. I am kind of excited about the Super Bowl. But, you know, while we watch the Super Bowl today, and if you watch, I don't know if you will or not, but while much of America will be watching the Super Bowl football game, there's some big events going on in our world. Some big events. And they really do need our prayer. I'd just like to refer to two or three of them right now if I could. Number one is what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. Folks, um, I hope that all the posturing, all the comments being made publicly, all the warnings that are being sent through the media, I sure hope they are just designed to get people riled up and, and motivate, but don't come to action. But we're talking about a war breaking out and we're talking about us getting involved, potentially, against another nuclear power. Now, I don't know why we're getting involved. I, now, I've been, you know, I was on a little vacation last week, and I might have missed some things in the news. But I don't recall that our president has come out and given a speech or made a case for why our country is getting involved in a conflict over in Ukraine. And I know the media is talking about it, pro and con, but we haven't heard it. We're at the risk of we're sending troops to neighboring countries. And my goodness, this is, to me, a dangerous situation with a dangerous opponent. Now, I don't know. Is it all just ego on the line now? And if so... People with big egos can make big decisions that are wrong. They can make big mistakes. Is it Burisma 
You know, Hunter Biden had uh, President Biden's sons has had some big business dealings with major a major corporation over there in Ukraine. Is that what's driving some of this? Is it distraction from domestic politics and what's going on with some pretty failed issues going on here in America, dealing with the COVID, dealing with inflation and things of this nature? I don't know. But I'll tell you this. We don't want to get involved in another war, in a war where the case has not been made to the American people about what it's about and why, in a country that may not have anything to do with us personally. And this, this uh, it's, it's confusing to me, but it's a dangerous, dangerous situation that seems to be escalating out of control. I believe we need to pray about this. And I, need to, I believe we need to pray that God would bring peace there, that God would prevail, peace would prevail, and that whatever's going on there would, uh, would not lead to, to a, a war. We have friends in Ukraine, and we, we pray for the, the, There has been tremendous gospel work go on in Ukraine, and we pray for peace in that land, and we pray that whatever's happening there would not be. And by the way, there's always more than what they tell us. There's always more than what they tell us. We're talking about big energy suppliers, big gas, all kinds of things. There's always more than what they tell us. Second thing I think we need to, that's going on a big event right now is what's going on in Canada with these truckers and the Freedom Convoy. Um, folks, I don't think they're tired of COVID. I think they're tired of tyranny. And there needs to be a distinction here. I don't know about you, but I am too. I'm, I'm not, the COVID, you got to learn to deal with that. It's an illness, it's a disease, it's a sickness that is widespread throughout the whole world. It's here. I don't think, I hope we're not, no one is planning the rest of our lives. We're going to be living with masks and, max, and vaccine mandates and, and our, a booster every six months or whatever. Um, we don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you this, there are some people who've said enough is enough. And personally, I support that. I think enough is enough. I think the balance, and I've, I've been concerned about this since the very beginning when churches were shut down and when governments told churches not to meet and, and when churches complied with that. And, and it's one thing to offer the online service for those who want it, but when churches complied and all over our country and probably all over the world, Churches stopped meeting because the government told them to. And to me, I, 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 I never understood that. I never got it. I said the, the pendulum swing here of freedom has swung way the wrong way. And understand something about human nature, what the Bible teaches about human nature and about people. People have, an e there are evil people out there. And don't assume that politicians are just all a bunch of good, good do-gooders. And once they're given power, it's very hard to get it back from them. The, the march towards freedom that our country has led the way in, there's been an erosion of that over the years that has intensified dramatically. And we've seen in our day the merging of government mandates with big tech, censorship, with, with uh, media, 
complying and 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 uh, businesses complying. It's and now and even churches often complying. I value freedom. First Timothy chapter two verse one urges us to pray that we could live in a free society. I've been fighting for forty years, battles on the college campus where they're trying to shut you down, trying to shut me down, trying to prevent me from speaking. You can only speak here. You can only speak this long. You can't do this. You can't do that. I've been involved in these battles for religious freedom and the advancement of the gospel for 40-some years. I've seen it on the college campus. I understand the threat of this. And I've studied enough history to see tyrannical governments throughout the last 100 years of, of our world history, particularly uh, uh, communist and socialistic governments, that rob people of freedom, and, the, and who they attack to be tyrannical, they must attack the church, they must attack the family. They cannot have their power when, when a culture has strong families and when a culture has strong churches. And I'll add when a ch- country has a free media, free news. These are why some of these things are enshrined in our First Amendment, right? The freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, freedom of the press, freedom of speech. We have seen an assault on these things, an unprecedented assault in our country's history in the last two years. And some people, like I said, I'm not tired of COVID. I certainly don't like it. But what bothers me the most is the, the, the power transfer from freedom of the individuals to the power of government telling us, mandating what we can and can't do. Got to, you got to do this, you got to do that, you can't do this. It's, it's unprecedented, and it's gone on for a long time. And personally, personally, I'm, I'm um, alarmed by it. I'm grateful that some have stood up, and I'm grateful for these truckers who I like. One of my favorite lines I've heard is they, that we've discovered that the common man, common people, truckers, Blue-collar workers, hard-working people are a lot more important to our economy than diversity consultants. Are they not? Is this not what our culture has become all about is diversity, inclusion, equity? And we've neglected uh, the, the, the voice and, we've, and many of the people who just go to work each day and are just hard-working, decent people have felt overlooked, neglected, disrespected, dishonored. Justin Trudeau up in Canada has not responded with, a, with an attitude of, I'd like to hear what these people are concerned about. I'd like to listen to them. Maybe they have a point. No, it's been heavy-handed. Calling them names, derogatory names, accusing them of, of being evil people, bad people, uh, against the democracy. And, and it's come out with a very heavy hand. And personally, I, I believe they have started something that's going to spread around the world, a, a, a freedom movement. And I think there are powerful people who are threatened by it and are going to do all they can to stomp it out. This is a difficult time. This is an important time. And I think these people need our prayers. And then finally, I want to say this. What the truckers are doing there is without doubt going to affect their economy, and it's affecting ours already. And, you know, when there have been freedom movements, nonviolent freedom movements in the past, sometimes that's what it takes is affecting the economy. 
when Rosa Parks started a bus boycott by saying she wouldn't sit in the back of the bus. That affected the, the, uh, the, uh, the economy there in Birmingham, Alabama. When um, uh, others have stood up and said that we, you know, the Boston Tea Party that said we won't accept taxation without representation, that affected the economy. And others who have stood up, they will. And, and you know, sometimes to be free, there's a price. And sometimes the price we may be called to pay really is pretty small. Really is pretty small. Some of these truckers, they're facing, you know, they're being threatened with prison, $100,000 fine. They can never be allowed to drive again. They can't get insurance. They're, they're coming down pretty heavy upon them. And some of us may just find that uh, some of the some things we might want to buy might not be available for a while. I would encourage you to be aware of further supply chain disruption. I've talked about this before. A lot of things are messed up right now. Things that maybe you can count on and assume that it's always available might not be available. Things that you, you know, you're used to going to the store and just is something being there, it might not be there. And I predict it's gonna get a lot worse over the next weeks months and I think over the next year or longer, even some, some normal things, some required things that we have, not just toilet paper like we saw a couple years ago, but certain food you might be expecting. I encourage you to be prepared for dis, uh, disruptions in the supply chain now and over the next year or so and, and not be caught off guard. I encourage you to be prepared for inflation. It's here, it's significant. It's going to be a problem in our nation. It, the, the answer, they don't have good answers for it yet, it could spiral out of control. You better be thinking about these things, folks. Scripture taught us, Joseph, remember, in Egypt, he had seven, they had seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine, and, and the wisdom of Joseph was to be prepared during the times of plenty and abundance to be prepared. We've had a lot of abundance in our nation. We are perhaps entering into an have entered into a period of some tough times. I'd just be ready if I were you. I don't have all the answers. I'm not your financial advisor, but I wouldn't be naive and I wouldn't be caught off guard. A lot of people will be. All of this to say, we need to pray. These comments have gone on longer than I expected. And I do want to just pray for our country and for these decisions. And if you'll join me now, let's do so. Father in heaven, we come to you today with a sense of concern and urgency for events in our world. As many are distracted right now, they're thinking about sports or they're thinking about this or that, Lord, we come to you today. We think of this serenity prayer that we've often talked of here. Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. We focus here, Lord, on every day on the things where we can have the courage to change what's within our sphere. But today, we're asking you those things that are out of our control. Lord, we don't have any control over Joe Biden, over um, Vladimir Putin, over the military in Russia or Ukraine or ours. We have no control here, Father. We come to you. And we pray that, in, in that these people wouldn't be driven by ego, by pride. I pray that there would be a, a humility. I pray there would be a, a desire for peace. I pray, Lord, that this time where many, many, many people 
their lives could be lost. Their, their lives disrupted terribly because of lust and greed and pride and all these evil things. We ask, Father, that that would not happen. We pray for peace in Ukraine. We pray that Russia would not invade them. We pray, Father, that, that uh, our president would be wise, would not be just making public statements that, that poke Putin in the eye. We pray, Father, that there'd be wisdom. We pray proper negotiation would prevail. We pray that there could be peace in that part of the world. And we pray that the gospel, I think particularly, Lord, I know it's going forth in Ukraine. And I pray the gospel, even in these days, and if there's fear in the people, that it would be going forth stronger than ever in Ukraine in these days and in Russia. We pray for peace there. We pray for our world leaders to be wise, to be humble, to be good negotiators, to stand for what's good, true, and right. We don't pray for peace at all costs. We don't pray for appeasement. But we do pray for security and peace. We pray, Lord, in, our, in Canada. I want to pray for these truckers who have stood up for freedom. And many of them Christians. Many of them believers. And they're, they're realizing that our rights come from you and government cannot take them away. And Father, you know I've been, so many of us have been concerned about how, how there's been such a, a, a government overreach in these last two years, a government overreach into our lives, are telling us what medicines we must take and vaccines we must take and masks we must wear and places we can't go and things we can't do in our church and all this heavy-handed restriction, Lord. And we, we realize, Lord, it, it started first and it's grown into something far bigger than we ever saw coming anticipated father we pray for freedom in our land we pray for freedom in our world not just in america but around the world we do pray father uh i i think here that i thank you that we are educated people who can make decisions and i pray we'd make good decisions and i pray lord for i pray for leadership in our country that rather than threaten us if we don't comply would inspire us to do what's right we pray for that type of leadership Rather than people who would threaten us if we don't comply, people who would inspire us to do what's good and right. And Father, I pray for, for knowledge and information. I pray that censorship would stop. I pray that preventing, Lord, that so many of us have lost trust in, in what we're being told because uh, opposing voices are being censored so strongly that it just creates a suspicion. We pray, Lord, for the proper flow of information. We pray for good decisions to be made. I pray, Father, you'd be with these truckers. I pray that they, there'd be good negotiations. I pray that the government and, and uh, Trudeau would, would listen to them and be responsive to their requests and not just treat them with heavy-handed oppression. We ask you, you would bring about a peace up there. And if that doesn't happen, and if there's refusal to listen to their people, the people who make the country work, I pray, Lord, that that freedom movement, and I pray it would be a freedom movement, and I pray it would spread. I pray it would prevail. And I pray tyranny would not prevail in Canada or here. We pray, Father, also these, these coming days as, as there are disruptions in supply chain and this growing inflation and things of this nature. Father, help us to be wise. Help us to be disciplined. Help us to understand what's happening and to uh, 
uh, not be caught off guard. We pray for this. All of these things we ask, and in the, and Lord, in all of this, we just believe the gospel is the answer. We believe that we reap what we sow. And when people turn away from you and reject you and exalt themselves and exalt secularism and humanism and these false world ideas, Lord, there is a, there is a bad harvest. And when the gospel goes out and people fear God and honor God and live by your ways, there's a good harvest. We pray for good seed to be sown in our world, in our culture, in our nation. We pray for the gospel to go forth. We pray, Lord, for our leaders to be saved. We pray for our leaders to fear God. We pray for our leaders to respect you and our leaders to look to you and humble themselves before you. We pray that for our leaders, the leaders in Canada, the leaders in Ukraine and Russia, all over, Lord. There's a need for people to see you when, they, when there's the respect and honor of God. Things go much better. And when there's not, there's a terrible consequence. So we pray for this. We pray for the gospel to go forth. We pray for the gospel to be preached in churches today, for people to be saved. Father, we're in need of a revival. And this is what we ask for. And we pray for it in everywhere, in our campuses, our government, in Hollywood, in Wall Street, our, our corporations, in our homes, in our families, in our schools, everywhere, Lord. We pray there would be a turning to you. There's that, that need, and I pray, open up the eyes of people to see our need for you, we pray. We love you. We bless you. We give you this day to walk with you and, pray, and, and seek you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, God bless you. Hey, if you're new today, so glad to have you along. Welcome. I hope you subscribe and come back every day. We usually just get into the Word of God and talk about how it applies to our life, and that's our focus. But today I'm feeling compelled to talk about these big world events that are going on because they are significant. I really pray we don't see a war start in Ukraine that could spread through Europe, spread even and involve us in America. I really hate to, would hate to see that, and I do pray for the movement of freedom. So I'm glad you're with me. Thank you. God bless you. You have a great day in church today. Uh, enjoy the day. Be focused. Remember the Lord and keep in your prayers. These are big things that need to be prayed about. Like I said, the serenity prayer. We thought, God, give me the serenity, accept the things I cannot change. We can't change any of what we've prayed about today, but we can pray about it. Give me the courage to change the things I can. There's a lot we can change in our lives. Let's not get so preoccupied with the big stuff. We, don't, we miss the opportunity to love and serve and bless and build into the lives and sow good seed in our life, in our relationships, our family, our network, our sphere of influence. And God give us the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning, 830. We're here live every day. Join us live or watch later in the day on YouTube or, or listen on the Spotify, Apple, or Google platforms. God bless you. I love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.